Hello and welcome everyone to the Week Ahead Commodity Report for the 17th to the 21st of June, presented by myself, Phil Carr, at the Gold and Silver Club. So first of all, what do you need to know as we go into next week? Last week we saw gold prices break out to 14-month highs on Friday, the highest level since April 2018, as political tensions in the Middle East and weak economic data from China and the United States, they pushed gold above 1,300 and 50 US dollars per ounce. Meanwhile, last week we saw oil prices break out 4% to the upside after attacks on two oil tankers last week in the Middle East, raising concerns about potential supply disruptions. The United States has blamed Iran for the attacks despite Tehran denying involvement. Meanwhile, hedge funds and money managers, they have raised their net long positions in Comex Gold in the latest week and they have also cut their bullish bets on crude oil. So with that, let's move over to the charts. We'll talk you through our key levels as we go into next week. Firstly, let's start off with WTI crude oil, which closed on Friday at $52.48 per barrel. Now, a cycle that I want to put on your radar that we're seeing each week now with oil is we are tending to see the lows of the week get put in on a Wednesday and we're seeing that often come as a result of Wednesday's oil inventories data where we're seeing big builds, the largest build again last week since 2017. And with that oversupply coming to the market, a lot of that coming from the US right now, we are seeing oil prices sell off significantly on Wednesdays. And then we're tending to see support come back into the market on Thursday and Friday. So if you time it your entries correctly, you can do quite well out of those cycles at the moment. Bear in mind, though, as we get towards the end of the month, you also want to be capitalizing on the narrow narratives as we get closer to the OPEC meeting, which is now scheduled to be at the beginning of July. And of course, what we've seen recently in terms of the rhetoric from OPEC is that they are looking to extend the output cuts until the end of the year. Now, of course, geopolitical risk, as we've seen last week with the attacks on two oil tankers in the Middle East, has immediately seen oil break out to the upside. So that was the 4% move that we had to the upside on both WTI crude oil and Brent crude oil on Thursday. That breaking news also married up with a very key level of support here. Here where you can see it's very simply tapped the $51 handle and we've seen support come in at that level. That's a major zone going back to December of 2018, January of 2019 and then more recently of course the end of May and beginning of June we are definitely seeing buyers come in at that level and in fact I'll show you here on Brent crude oil as well you can see the price structure which again is tapping the highs here from Thursday and Friday as we go into next week and again we have a double bottom here around that 60 US dollar per barrel handle which has provided support for Brent crude oil at the end of December, beginning of January, beginning of February. And yet again, we are seeing buyers come in at that zone. So what I'm really looking out for next week is whether we can get any additional acceleration to the upside. So essentially on Brent crude oil, which I favor slightly more over WTI crude oil at the moment for upside. It's been finding more support than US oil over the latest week, but both will be very correlated. But essentially, what I'm looking at here on Brent crude oil going to next week, if we can break above Thursday and Friday's highs, I'm then looking for the price to come up approximately a $2 move for a tap up to that 64 US dollar per barrel level. So that's what I'm looking out for going into next week for Brent crude oil. I'd be looking to see if we get some follow through. Now, a major event next week is going to be the FOMC statement on Wednesday 
data. Of course, we'll be looking out for further trade opportunities on that. With oil, you always want to watch out for that API data on the Tuesday, Wednesday's oil inventories data as well. On the flip side here with Brent crude oil, if you don't get any follow through, if it's unable to break above resistance here, and if it starts to roll over, then I will be looking to see how the price action responds to a potential test of $61 per barrel. And then, of course, below that, if we really can't catch a bid, I would then look at the potential for oil just to move back towards the lower end of the range again and tap that $60 per barrel handle. Right now, oil for the last couple of weeks here, it has been range bound. So you're seeing support in at 60 and resistance around that 64 level within about a 400 point range at the moment for crude oil. If you're trading WTI crude oil as opposed to Brent, that would be the equivalent of them retracing back towards that $53.30 handle. And if we break above that zone, close above it, then we would be looking for a tap up to around $54.50 per barrel, which would be a $2 move from where we are at the moment. Again, WTI crude oil, very much like Brent, is also range bound at the moment, finding support around $50 per barrel and finding resistance just above 54, moving within approximately a 400 point range. And of course, you can capitalize on that range with oil week to week here as we come into support. If you see evidence of buyers coming back in, that tends to be a great area to look for buy opportunities. And then as you start to rally back towards resistance, that tends to be an area to start to look to lock in profits and protect your trade. So with that, let's then move over to gold. So gold, of course, on Friday broke out to the highest levels that we've seen in over 14 months. Now, what I mentioned last week, which I found very interesting, is that we had retail traders, over 70% of retail traders were selling short into gold, whereas hedge funds and money managers have continued to accumulate their net long positions. And again, in the latest week, funds have bought into gold. They continue to increase their net longs, whereas retail traders keep increasing their net sell shorts. And you can see here where all of those retail traders would have been popped out of their sell shorts on Friday with that big breakout up to 1,358 US dollars per ounce. So you really want to be on the side of the smart money at the moment with gold. You've got a lot of traders who are trying to sell into these rallies, whereas hedge funds and money managers, they're building their net long positions. You've got the FOMC statement next week, which will be on Wednesday, the 19th of June. And you want to be really careful about trying to pick the top at the moment with gold. That's not what the smart money is doing at the moment. They continue to accumulate their net long positions. If you go over to higher timeframes, such as the weekly chart, you've got these continued higher lows, higher closes, and also higher highs. And you can see where we've had a breakout back towards those major zones of resistance around the 1350 to 1358 zone there on Friday. So it's a first attempt to break above that level. Hasn't managed to close above it on Friday. That said, a lot of technical traders will be looking at this reversal. So they'll be looking at that as a potential signal for them to sell short as we go into next week. And they'll be looking at this sort of price action to the downside. So for this to be the top of the market and then potentially for gold to start to break down more significantly going into next week. So again, I'll just put it on your radar. I mentioned it last week and the previous week. Hedge funds and money managers, they are increasing their net longs. All the retail traders out there, over 70% are selling short normally retail traders are wrong. So just bear that in mind going into next week. That said, the FOMC statement, we need to watch the narratives coming out of that from the Federal Reserve. That's very important. That will likely decide the next move here on the dollar and also for the precious metals as we go into next week. So just to give you some key levels, I mentioned this last week. So if you go back and watch our report from last week, which was gold asset of the day, we mentioned this exact level of 1,320 US dollars per ounce. We were going to look for evidence of buyers coming in at that level. That's the level that we were looking at 
as a buy zone for gold last week and they were looking for a rotation back towards that 1340 to 1345 zone in fact gold overshot that and it broke out to the upside on friday managed to clear above a lot of that resistance but essentially the ranges that we gave you on our midweek report there were spot on with respect to the low beam 1320 again a lot of retail traders got this wrong they were selling short around that level once it started to break down looking at that as a potential v-shape reversal corrective pattern and it did not break down at all we continue to see buyers come back in later in the week and then just another breakout to the upside here so as we go into next week again wednesday's the fomc statement we'll be putting out a fresh report on gold asset of the day next week too i just want you to be really mindful of what we're seeing right now in terms of major news item is wednesday's fomc statement bear in mind that retail traders there's 70 percent of them are now selling short into gold whereas hedge funds and money managers they have increased their net long positions on gold again in the latest week that then brings me over to silver so silver's an interesting one here hedge funds and money managers have now switched on silver they're now net long and this is evidenced by the fact if you look at the weekly chart we have broken out of a major downward trending channel here on silver over the last couple of weeks here and we started to see support come in at that $14.60 per ounce handle here you can see the surge and breakout we had from the downtrend last week and then as we go into next week again FOMC statement can be a major catalyst if you take it out to the monthly chart as well here for silver you can see here in fact on the monthly where we've had four months of declines lower lows lower highs and lower closes for silver so on the monthly we're now seeing over the month of June we've broken above last month's highs there so I would bear that in mind but also the positioning that we're seeing at the moment from funds is that they're starting to get net long on this market normally silver tends to base out at the end of June as we go into July here as well but a lot will be decided on the Wednesday's FOMC statement so just bear that in mind that that's going to be a catalyst for some potentially really big moves I'm also very much keeping an eye on platinum at these levels as well as I've mentioned before we've been very patient on platinum waiting for the price action to come to us so what I would like to see is platinum to break back down towards the lower end of this channel, which would take platinum down around that 780 per ounce level. Platinum is then very much on my radar. I'm looking at opportunities to buy in at sub $800. You can see very clearly going back to December of 2018, January 2019, February 2019, what an accumulation zone this has been on platinum. Typically, platinum spends very little time around this zone before it suddenly capitulates to the upside. And these very fast lucrative moves here on platinum to the upside so i would definitely have that on the radar as well if you're trading the metals platinum i'm looking for a breakdown back towards the lower end of this channel we'll see if we get it so far we've seen quite shallow retracements in the last week platinum really holding around that 800 level but ideally i'm looking for a bit more downside and then looking to take advantage between now really and the end of june back towards these key levels that i've just identified and then looking to capitalize on the next significant move higher again just have that on the radar as i mentioned before you really want to be taking a research driven approach to these markets you want to be utilizing market sentiment trade flow data from hedge funds and money managers be aware of what the retail traders are doing most of the time they're wrong don't just keep it to 100% technicals if you're only basing your trading decisions on pure technical analysis and you're wondering why you're not consistent when you trade that is why that's not an edge in the market utilizing market sentiment trade flow seasonality what the funds are doing what the retail traders are doing and marrying that up with fundamentals and then generating a trade idea that is what will help you and give you an edge
If you would like to know more, there is an opportunity for you to join us at the Gold and Silver Club, learn a research-driven approach to the markets. Members get access to our exclusive live trading room webinars. You have access to real-time trade alerts, real-time trading research and market insights, access to our private members academy membership site and support and one-to-one -one mentoring. For more information, all you need to do is go to www jointhelivetradingroom.com. The link is also below this report in the description. So just click on the link, make an application, and we will get in touch with you ASAP. And do make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. That way you're always kept updated with all of the latest commodity reports.